Hello, it's the Remaster with another video. Yes, it's a bit silly when I do it. Hello and welcome to another Thought of the Master. I hope you enjoy my little impromptu uh, intro there. I've been following a channel on YouTube, uh, Geeks and Gamers, for the last uh, couple of weeks and their host Jeremy is quite animated when he begins his videos. I thought I'd give it a go and failed miserably. Which brings me on to this uh, topic. It's great to look at other content creators, presenters, look at their particular style and take inspiration from it. However, to be successful, you can't be a carbon copy or a parrot of somebody else. You need to find your own groove, so to speak. You need to find your own pattern because that's what you need to sustain when you're making these uh, type of videos, audio, whatever it may be. <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of research over the last uh, few months of the year and just looking for different techniques, methods in which to deliver videos to try and make it a bit more uh, enjoyable for yourselves and hopefully you get something out of it. And also, to progress myself and make myself uh, more comfortable while making this kind of things because it's not an easy thing to do. You're standing, you're looking at a lens, you're getting thoughts in your head because with these videos in particular, I don't script anything. I kind of have a thought, run it through my head and then present it to you. That's why you say a lot of edits because I kind of stop and start and stumble and do all that and you don't really want to see that kind of stuff. So one of the things I've uh, done, you've probably noticed with these videos, is I've moved the camera about, I've tried different angles, uh, areas where I met her sitting or standing. A thing I've noticed about myself is when I'm standing, um, I'm one of these people that talk with my hands. So while I'm up here, these things are flapping about and pointing and you, you might see a bit of it. However, when I'm sitting down, I feel really stiff and restricted and if you look at some of the previous videos where I am doing that you'll notice that actually my delivery is a lot different it's a lot more subdued it's not as animated and you're not quite getting uh, the feeling across when I'm doing that because I'm not comfortable so when I'm doing that I'm not in the groove so with experimentation I've been looking for different areas in the house and everything else and I've kind of found here for the moment which I kind of feel most comfortable uh, making these videos delivering and that's what you should do as a content creator. Get out there, try different techniques, try places where you can set up your camera or audio, because I've also applied this to my audio as well. I've realized that when I'm standing up, I am projecting myself probably because I'm used to public speaking and that's where I'm most comfortable. I'm up, I'm standing in front of an audience, I'm delivering whatever it is. So in that respect, applying the same principles, which works for me outside of uh, podcasting, I bring it in. So it's a bit of a journey of self-discovery and as I discover these things, of course, I pass it on to you guys and hopefully you get something from it. So even if none of this uh, reaches the light of day, the videos you try, experiment, have a look at things, see and look at yourself critically. And I don't mean through embarrassment because yes, there is a little bit of embarrassment initially when you try to make this sort of content you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone and because I don't think anybody is really that confident if we're honest with ourselves when it comes to doing something like this. It's one of the most terrifying things initially is uh, 
present you're putting yourself out there on a stage so you're presenting yourself you're recording it you're putting it out there you're opening yourself up for a critique and that is not a natural human response it's almost part of the danger reflex nobody really is comfortable doing that at the beginning but as you practice and get on and as i say try different techniques look at yourself critically as in yes i could have done that better that worked i'll stick with that no that didn't work yes standing up works better than sitting down or it could be the reverse for yourself standing in a particular area with the thing set up works best for me i can deliver better just try and see see how it works out and at the end of it you'll find yourself getting more comfortable find your own pattern find the way that you deliver content as i demonstrated at the start for me to try and be this over enthusiastic overcompensated uh American style of delivery will not work. It's not comfortable for me to do. It ends up taking away from actually what I want to get across and create. So find your own. Another thing to consider as well is you're not going to reach everybody. Anyone who thinks they're going to do this and reach everybody or every member of the audience is going to enjoy the content is mistaken. You will find certain people because there's absolutely, I'm sure there's lots of videos, I guess, about content creators. But people deliver it in different ways, and that's what resonates. People tend to go for the presenter, like when I choose the content I follow. Yes, there might be a hundred Star Wars channels. There might be a lot of sort of sci-fi, fantasy-related channels. But I like the way whatever particular presenter uh, comes across, and that resonates with me. So therefore, when I'm watching their content, I get something from it. Other people might deliver exactly the same thing, but the way they deliver does not resonate with me at all. So therefore, I switch off. And you must be prepared for that as a content creator. That is going to happen. But it doesn't matter as long as you find what is comfortable for you so you can keep going. Because you do need a bit of stamina to stand here for, yes, these are short videos, but if you're talking for a lengthy period of time, you need to find that pattern. You need to find that groove so you can sustain it and keep it going until you create the content that you want. So I hope this is a bit useful to you. To you. Now, get out and do it. Hello and welcome to another Thought with the Ringmaster. This uh, episode is part of the celebrations of the 200th anniversary of uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, to me, I did not encounter the book until later on in life. When I first encountered uh, Frankenstein the monster was uh, during the Boris Karloff uh, era, the sort of golden age of uh, horror movies, uh, the lumbering kind of awkward based but immensely powerful uh it always resonated with me uh to me 
I always likened uh, Frankenstein's monster to that of a dog. Frankenstein, the scientist, went to the trouble of obsessively uh, studying, putting together his equipment, uh, his experiments, getting the cadavers to create life. And that, in a sense, was fun, exciting. It was a new concept, never been done before. But then, where it went wrong is he effectively, once he got bored with his toy, he kind of kicked it to the side. He, side, he always likened Frankenstein's monster to a beaten dog. Any dog or animal, if you treat it cruelly, will become vicious and fear. And I always had a sympathy for the character because... By no fault of his own, he was created, he was brought into this environment, and then he was treated cruelly. And in the end, he lashed out. Which, uh, any beast, human or other, if you're treated cruelty or have a nasty uh, upbringing or home life, you're going to react negatively. So that, I always had a sympathy for the creature, and many times... uh, he was, the villagers came with the pitchforks and burning torches and better burned him alive or he got trapped in, you know, all the times he was uh, destroyed and uh, brought back. I always had sympathy for the creature. Now, in more modern tales, they tried to make him more terrifying, more human-like. And to me, I took away from this, the, the golden age sort of, depiction of Frankenstein, which I grew up and uh, came to love. So I was never really too fussed on the, the more modern versions of uh, Frankenstein's monster. Um, the most recent one that I encountered was that series, Penny Dreadful. I just couldn't resonate with the creature. Yeah, it was a somebody that looked reason, you know, didn't even look ugly or put together. And this is the thing with, unfortunately, with television and media, everyone, everything has to be pretty. Where... There was nothing pretty. Uh, Frankenstein's monster in this era was awkward. It looked put together, so you kind of got that vibe of him. The way he walked, you know, was clumsy. Uh, the huge overshaped boots, everything else just added to the, you know, this thrown together because that was the whole horrific uh, concept back then of taking body parts and putting together from different people and the whole concept that parts of your body still maintained your consciousness. So the confusion in the Frankenstein's monster as well was the the idea that it was all these different personalities because the belief back then was, you know, if your hand got cut off, your soul or part of you was still part of your hand, even though the rest of you was gone. And it was this whole mix match. Almost a, if you think of a We Are Legion, you know, it was kind of that mix mash but in a pathetic downtrodden creature who in the end because uh, I remember one particular scene of the earlier ones he came across a child and the child showed him a brief moment of kindness and he didn't bother then you know the, the child didn't show him fear reached up I can't remember what it was was it a flower or something that had in its basket but reached up with a creature and in that moment there was a bit of understanding that the only thing uh, that Frankenstein's monster, I mean, it was kindness, which is back to the nature versus nurture sort of argument again, you know, you treat people or things or whatever else cruelty, do not be surprised if it comes back to haunt you, that's, that's just the 
the basics of social interaction at the end of the day. So there's a lot of lessons we can take from this as well, which I have throughout life. Just, you know, be mindful of how you treat others. Be, um, be mindful how others treat you, because if you let yourself get treated like a, a downtrodden dog or beaten, you're going to react violently. So recognize this yourself. And this is part of um, lesser magic. This is part of being your own god. You decide how much control, how much power people have over you. In this case, Frankenstein's monster didn't initially, but when he realized uh, with the anger that he was actually a lot more powerful, you know, and even though back in the these were clunky, they're still they're still wonderful to watch today. That's the thing; these uh, they've aged, but they haven't because you can go back and watch them. You can still get the same emotive language. Just the special effects aren't there, but you don't need them with these, and that's. That's part of the appeal as well, always with this creature, that he stood the test of time. Even in the more comical, like this is from Abbott and Costello meet the Frankenstein and Dracula. So, you know, it was actually a comedy, but it still had that creepy horror, the, the kind of thing I absolutely adore uh, element to it. But they brought in the two comedic, uh, two comedians, actually. I grew up with Abbott and Costello, you know, seeing these... Uh, these iconic characters coming together on the one platform uh, to me was just uh, wonderful and as a young person was a real treat. Uh, it's still not that often you see it these days or done well, but at this time it was. So, uh, tell me in the comments below, um, what was your most memorable uh, memorable aspect of Frankenstein's monster? Um, where, where and how did the character resonate with you? Did you prefer this, the older sort of era movies? Or do you prefer the more modern take? You know, uh, I suppose each their own, you know, with as time moves on, tastes change and what people want. So let me know what you think. Um, and it'd be interesting to hear from you.